0: From around the world, this is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17.
1: The following presentation is a production of 63 Audio and the Narada Radio Company, a proud member of the Mutual Audio Network. The time has come, it's time for The Witching Hours, with your host, Chunk Chukowski.
2: Good evening, freaks, and welcome to The Witching Hours. This is Chunk Chukowski, and I'll be with you on this very special Halloween edition of the show, playing creepy tunes, talking about spooky stuff, and taking your calls until 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, freaks! Yeah. So, what you want to talk about? I mean, it's Halloween, right? I'm here every night bringing you the horror. But on this night, things are different, ain't they? Tonight, the veil between the physical world and the supernatural is thinner and more fragile. Tonight, ghosts and spooks walk among us. Woo! <laughs> It's monster-sipping time.
0: And maybe you spent
2: a few hours tonight handing out candy to a bunch of kids in plastic masks, kids who can't even be bothered to say trick-or-treat when you open the door and then walk away without so much as a thank you or even a kiss my butt. And now it's coming up on midnight and you got a drink in one hand and a smoke in the other. Oh, what is it you are smoking, brah? (laughs) Ha, 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 ha!
3: Talking about
2: And now it's time to relax. Am I right? Well, I'm glad you're here with me for the next little while, and we will be right back after we pay some bills. You're listening to Chunk Chunkowski on KVMP. The vampire has sharp teeth, teeth, and he shows them early white oh he sleeps all day long dear but he comes out every night
1: this segment is brought to you by the kung fu movie draft house screening cheesy martial arts films in a dark smoky bar 24 hours a day the hooray television network now showing the hit reality series the real lunch ladies of PS
0: 165. KVMP.
4: Just moved in my new house today. Moving was hard, but I got squared away. Bill started ringing and changed right aloud. I knew I'd moved in a haunted house.
2: And we are back, Chunk Chunkowski on the Witching Hours, wishing you all a happy Halloween. And listen, freaks, some weird and creepy and freaky stuff popped up in my playlist today. And I want to tell you about it. I know you're listening to the radio right now, and I gotta say, I appreciate that so much. Radio is going the way of the dinosaur in so many areas, but here at KBMP, it seems to be going strong. But don't let us down, freaks. You know what I'm saying? And today, I was reminded that radio was once king, baby. And I mean K-I-N-G of entertainment. (laughs) So, on my playlist appeared all of these wicked awesome old radio horror shows, especially for Halloween. And for some reason, the rules on what you can say on the radio today have gotten more strict in certain areas. But back in the day, on these old shows, people getting moited right and left all the time. Stabbed, strangled, shot, hung, chopped into stew meat. You name it, you could hear it on the radio, my peeps. And that, I got to say, is awesome. Woo, load. Yeah. So I checked a few of these shows out, and they gave me an idea for a call-in topic. And I'm pretty sure I've never done this one before in all of my time at KVMP. And I do believe it's going to go down in history as one for the books. Tonight, freaks, I want only calls on your favorite murders whether it's from a movie a book a tv show or like i've been talking about from an old time radio show i want to hear from you so call me at 555 kbmp that's 555 5867 and tell me all about your fave moider and we'll be right back after this brief word from our sponsor
3: he told me what to do he said that
0: Friends, This is Renzi Korsetsoff, and I've been asked to introduce our newest sponsor, Dr. Gumheel's Amazing Sausage Museum in beautiful, historic Bumperson, Wyoming. At long last, Dr. Gumheel has opened the doors of his family home in Bumperson to display to the waiting public the results of a lifelong fascination with pork products. The Amazing Sausage Museum...
1: KVMP! The phone lines are now open. Call 555-KVMP. That's 555-5867. And
2: talk to Chunk. Chunk here. You're on the line with The Witching Hour. And we're talking about your favorite murder. Who am I talking to?
0: Hi, Chunk. This is Molly. I'm, uh... Long time listener, first time caller.
2: Well, hey there, Molly. Thanks for your support. Do you have a favorite murder to tell us about?
0: Yeah! Mine's from the movie Psycho, right?
2: Ooh, is it the shower scene?
0: No, but that's a classic, of course. The one I mean is the one everyone forgets about, so it's a big surprise when they see it. It's where Martin Balsam, the bald guy, is slowly walking up the steps into the Bates house. Suddenly, Mrs. Bates comes out of the upstairs room and stabs him in the face, and as he falls back, we follow him down the stairs. Oh,
2: yeah, right. And when he reaches the bottom and falls back, Norman's mother stabs him with a giant knife. Yeah. That's a winner, Molly. Thanks for the call. Happy Halloween.
0: You too. Love your show.
2: Thanks a lot. And now, who's next?
0: Hey, Chunk,
2: how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Who am I talking to?
0: This is Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, gang! It sounds like Steve's already having a good time, so what doing, Steve Areno? You got a favorite murder for us, or did you just call to show everybody how happy you are?
0: <laughs> oh hey yeah i i I got something for you. You was talking about old time radio shows a minute ago, right? Yeah, well, my old man, he used to play these tapes in the car all the time when we'd be driving. And there was always old radio shit. St-
2: Steve, you gotta watch your language on the air. Whoops, Sh-
0: shit, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, old radio stuff on tape, you know? So, I'm a kid, I'm embarrassed by my dad, so I'm only half listening, right? But there was this one that freaked me out, gave me nightmares for weeks. I I, I don't remember all of it, but... but um. There's this guy, see, and he, uh, he goes into this darkened room, and some kind of monster, like, turns him inside out. Inside out! And, 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 (sighs) the sound of that, the sound of that guy getting, getting killed that way?
2: Yeah, I know the very episode you're referring to. That was The Dark, an episode of Lights Out. Super creepy. You're right about that. Whoa, maybe your dad shouldn't have made you listen to it.
0: Yeah, my mom really chewed his ass out for that one.
2: Whoa, (laughs) whoops.
0: Sorry, man.
2: (laughs) Nah, it's okay. You can say ass on the radio.
0: Ass? But not shit.
2: And we go to another caller. (laughs) Uh, Sorry about that, FCC. Working these late night ships without a producer, sometimes things get a little uh, gritty, you know? Uh, So, hiya, caller. What's your name and what's your murder? Hello. Well, hello there. Hello. Is that your name? (laughs) What did they call you before you changed it? You may call me Jack. Oh, I may call you that. Thanks, Jack. Is that short for Jack D. Ripper?
4: (laughs) However did you guess?
2: Very funny, Jack. Very corny, too, right? But all right, all right. You don't have to give me your real name. Do you have a favorite murder from film, book, TV, or radio? No. Okay, then, Jack. I gotta let you go and talk to someone who does.
4: But I wasn't finished. What? I said I wasn't finished. I do have a favorite murder. But it's not from fiction.
2: Oh, oh, you're a true crime fan. Well, cool. Uh, I didn't think of that myself. So tell us your favorite true-to-life murder, Jack.
4: Of course. Thank you. It's the one I'm about to commit. Right
2: now. Oh, Christ. The hell was that?
4: (sighs) Yes. That was very satisfying.
2: Was that a freaking joke, some kind of prank?
4: I assure you, it was quite real. (sighs) It has been a long time since I've been able to hold a knife in my hand.
2: What in the hell are you talking about?
4: You said it yourself, Mr. Chunkelson, just a short while ago.
2: Hey, that's Chunkowski. And what did I say?
4: You said, and I quote, the veil between the physical world and the supernatural is thinner."
2: But that's just talk. But
4: it's also... True, Mr. Bruster
2: That's Chunkelson. I mean, I mean Chunkowski. Are you nuts? Did you really? I mean, you didn't really just murder a woman on the air.
4: Why do you doubt your senses?
2: Okay, buddy. Okay, you had me fooled there for a second. That was a good one. Like you, uh, you and your girlfriend, and uh, some pre-recorded sound effects. Where are you calling me from? Your local community theater?
4: I'm in an alley just
2: off Tuppen Street, actually. Tuppen Street. That's like uh, half a mile from the station.
4: Is it? Well, how nice.
2: Shit. I, I mean, goodbye, Jack. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, that was just a little playful banter from my now new friend, Jack. He and his girlfriend or his wife were just messing around, playing a little Halloween prank on us, right? <laughs> uh, okay, we have to cut to a commercial or two. Gotta earn a little do re mi. Feed the wife and kids, you know? We'll be right back. You're listening to Chunk on KVMP.
0: Brought to you in part by the Maximum Manufacturing Corporation, makers of all kinds of stuff, out of just about everything.
3: KVMP! How
0: do you do, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Alfred Hitchcock, and this is Music to be Murdered by.
2: If you don't believe in vampires, turn up the radio. Somewhere. We are back, right and now. you've got the old Chunkmeister on the mic, and we're taking calls from people who are telling us what their favorite murders are, like from movies, TV, books, and so on. We had this kind of a funny prank from a guy who called himself Jack D. Ripper, but now let's hear from somebody new, okay? Yeah, you're talking to Chunk on KBMP. Hello. Goodbye. Now, Jack, <laughs> uh, you had your turn. Give someone else a chance, okay? Hey there, you're on with KBMP. What's your favorite murder?
4: The one I haven't done yet.
2: What? How did he do that? That was two different lines. Okay, let's try this one. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this?
4: Who did you think it would be?
2: Jesus, man, how are you doing this?
4: I'll give you a hint. Jesus has nothing to do with it.
2: Oh, uh, what?
4: And another hint. I'm not using a telephone. I,
0: I... I... I don't...
4: I can tell you still don't believe I am who I say I am. Let me try one more time to convince you. Hang up on me. What? Hang up on me. And the next call you receive will be from someone in law enforcement.
2: Uh, okay. There. What? History the Line it Doesn't go out in the air. Hello? Is this Mr. Chunkowski? Yeah. Yeah, this is Chunk. Um Chunkowski.
0: How you doing, sir? This is Deputy Martinez from the Sheriff's office. I'm calling to inform you that we found the body of a woman in that alley just off Tuppen Avenue. She was sliced up pretty bad.
2: What? What are you saying?
0: We're saying, sir, that we believe your caller is not playing a prank. We that is I want to come over to the station and try to trace his call.
2: Trace? But he he says he's not the
0: Sooner I get over there, the Sooner we can prevent another killing like this, sir. I'll be there in about five minutes.
2: (laughs) Okay, come on ahead. Hello? Oh, he's hung up. Jack, um, Jack? You still there?
0: Still here,
4: chum. Deputy Martinez sounds like a very efficient officer, don't you agree?
2: What? What? You mean you heard us?
4: Of course. I told you a moment ago that I'm not using a telephone to communicate with you.
2: But, but how? I mean, how? How? How how are you how are how are you doing it?
4: Can't you guess, Chunk? You, a lifelong student of the macabre. You who have gobbled up ghost stories and horror movies like butter to popcorn you buy in the cinema. I, I I
2: I can't I I don't know. If I had to call it
4: anything, I'd probably call it a spiritual interface. Doesn't that sound modern and trendy?
2: Listen. Listen. What do you want from me?
4: I'm not prepared to tell you that yet. Ask me something else.
2: What? Okay, um, um, why did you kill that woman?
4: Ah, yes, the woman. That was so pleasant.
2: But why?
4: Why did I kill her? She was a sinner, Chunk. I was merely meeting punishment on a sinner.
2: A sinner? Jack, which century are you living in? Nobody uses the word sin anymore, man. What did she ever do to you?
4: Ah, you're asking very good questions now. I'm not living in any century currently. But when I was living, it was in the 19th, and sin was very big in those days. Forgive me for carrying my ancient morals with me, my friend.
2: Hey, I ain't your friend, Mac. Let's get that straight right now. I don't know you, and you don't know me, and what's this bullshit about the 19th century?
4: I don't lie, Chunk. I don't need to. And you do know me. You used to own a book about me, which you kept next to your bedside in 7th grade.
2: Seventh grade? Then that means you're...
4: The Whitechapel murderer. Leather apron. Or, as we've already established...
2: Jack Jack the the Ripper. Ripper.
4: Yes, Chunk. Or may I please call you by your Christian name, Myron. It's much more pleasant to say out loud. Why you radio personalities choose such... (sighs) But I digress. So, Myron. You know me. And I do know you.
2: You... You do?
4: Did you ever doubt it? And because I know you, Myron, I know that you, too, are a sinner. Your sin is neither unique nor is it rare, but its commonality does not grant you impunity.
2: The hell are you talking about?
4: A few minutes ago you went to a break and you mentioned a wife and children. Your wife is quite lovely and your children are very sweet. You are a lucky man.
2: Um, thank you?
4: So why did you spoil such an arrangement with infidelity? What?
2: No, 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 wait a minute here
4: i would not lie to you myron i ask you not lie to me i know all about you and jodie <laughs> but i must know what on earth possessed you myron to start up a relationship with the woman whose name is spelled capital j o apostrophe capital d e e i mean were her parents on drugs at the time she was born
2: <laughs> please how how do you <laughs> but,
4: but enough of this but enough of this you have sinned and Jodie has sinned, and to a lesser degree your wife Elaine has sinned. What? Yes. I thought that might interest you. A boy she knew from high school, a bit of slap and tickle in his automobile a few months ago, nothing serious. But she feels terribly guilty about it. But she does justify it in her mind because she suspects you, Myra.
2: Ah, what do you want?
4: What I want is so simple. I want you to choose your punishment. Choose? must either choose your wife and children, or you must choose your mistress.
2: Choose them to what? To die, of course. Holy shit. You're freaking crazy. Jesus, I gotta call Elaine. Elaine? <laughs> Elaine it's me listen uh, uh listen hon you gotta get out of there get the kids get out you who is this
0: what do you want honey
2: it's me myron go I I, I don't know uh, to your mothers uh, to your sisters someplace safe your life is
0: Myron are you out of your mind myron
4: myron are you out of your mind <laughs> Myron myron are you out of your mind
2: <laughs> what hello e- <laughs> Elaine <laughs> Elaine is it this Elaine? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Pick up. Pick up. Pick up. Pick up. Pick up. Yeah? Jody, it's me. Now, listen. Listen. I don't have time to explain, but believe me when I tell you that your life is in danger. Who
0: the hell? You don't have
2: time to pack. Just get out of there.
0: What
4: the hell is going on? Myron, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Myron, what the hell is going on?
2: What is this? What are you doing to me?
4: Why don't you try calling 911 next? 911, operator, what's your emergency? (laughs) Are you ready to make a choice,
2: Myron? No! This is crazy! This can't be happening! Wait, I know what to do. Everybody, everybody within the sound of my voice, listen. This is Chunk. This, this is Myron Chunkowski. I'm not joking around here. There, there's there's something serious uh, and evil going on. I need someone to contact my wife Elaine, and I need someone to contact my my friend Jody Sanchez and help get them to safety. Please, please, somebody, please, <laughs> somebody.
4: <laughs> bravo, bravo. Such emotion, such intensity. You sound as if you
2: actually care. What? Where are you talking to me from now? Don't ask silly questions, Myron. Do you think you reach somebody?
4: Do you think your women are safe? Your children?
2: I hope so. There's, there's got to be
4: somebody out there who's willing to... Yes, yes, you're probably right, Myron. Unfortunately, chum... This
2: is all your listening audience heard. Everybody. Everybody within the sound of my voice. Listen, this is Chunk. This, this is Myron Chunkowski. I'm not joking around here. There's, there's something serious and evil going on. I need someone to contact... The right. No! No, no, no! It can't be! This can't be happening! Why do you still doubt it?
4: After everything that's happened... Why are you denying the evidence of your ears and eyes? Oh, hold on. There's someone outside. What? Wait for it. Who's that? Look at the video screen.
2: Huh? Oh, Oh, hey,
4: it's a cop. It must be that deputy who called. Don't keep him waiting, Myron. He just might have the answer to your predicament. (laughs) Wait. Put some music on. You don't want... dead air... (laughs) <laughs>
2: when the moon arises in the western sky, and the vampires are out on the slide,
4: at times they
2: have trouble finding
4: necks to bite. Right. That's why I concocted my
2: new delight, my rival flavour. Deputy of- Martinez, hi, come on in. Oh shit! (coughs) Oh my god! What have you done? I thought you'd like that. (laughs) (laughs) I thought
4: you'd like that.
2: (laughs) Like it? You slit his throat! He was standing there alive a second ago! I could see him through the glass of the door! How did you do it? I didn't see anyone else.
4: Now, now, Myron, you shouldn't ask such a question. (laughs) That's a professional secret. (laughs) It's time for you to decide, Myron. No, wait! Make a choice.
2: I need more time! I don't want my wife to die, nor my kids, and I don't want Jody to die either! How very touching.
4: Why didn't you think of their welfare before you decided to stray from your marriage vows? (sighs) Well, I confess that you have moved me. I'm going to offer you a third choice.
2: Really? What is it?
4: What is it? Open your microphone again and confess your sins to the world. What? <laughs> what? You heard me, Myron.
2: That's it. That's a, that's my my third choice. Is there something you don't like about it? Will anybody be able to hear it? Do you think
4: I'd block something like this with static, chum? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Trust me. You'll reach the people you
4: need to reach.
2: Does this mean nobody has to die? Well, that depends, doesn't it? On
4: on what? On how sincere your confession is. All right.
2: I'll do it. I, I, I have to go back to the booth.
4: Let's go then. <sighs> <laughs>
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Chunk again. Um, My real name is Myron Chunkowski. I'm speaking to you this way because... Because... And it's going to sound crazy, and maybe it just is, but... I'm speaking to you this way because a guy... Tell them my name. Because... Because Jack the Ripper, or his ghost, or his evil spirit... Wants to punish me for my sins. And if... And if I confess my sins, he'll spare the lives of my wife and my kids and, and, and my, my mistress. So Elaine, if you're listening, I cheated on you with this other woman. Her name is Jody. And I'm, I'm so sorry. He was forcing me to choose between you, Elaine, and the kids and Jody to be killed to punish me. I couldn't make that choice because I don't want anybody to be killed. Even though he's already stabbed that woman in the alley and slit the throat of a deputy who came to the radio station. I'm so sorry about those killings and I don't want him to kill anybody else. But for some reason he took pity on me and told me that if I got on the air and made a public confession, then your lives, all of them, would be spared. If, he said, if my confession was sincere. Well there's there's only one way I can prove the sincerity of my confession and my apology. I'm sorry for Deputy Martinez's death, but in a way I'm glad he showed up. So I could prove to all of you and Jack the Ripper too how, how sincere I am. Elaine, kids, I love you. Jody, thanks for being so nice. Goodbye.
4: <laughs> KB MP <K-B-M-P. laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was Murder Radio, written especially for the 2019 World Audiodrama Day by Pete Lutz. The play featured the following voices. Michael Aradias, a.k.a. Pudge, host of the Halftime Report on K6FM, Corpus Christi, Texas. As caller number three, the illustrious Kareem Cronfly. Callers one and two were performed by Jezere Kessler and Phil Boyd Studge. Deputy Martinez was played with great aplomb by Austin Beach of Broken Bard Studios, and additional voices were provided by Jackie Ayers and Ebony Rose of the Narada Radio Company. This program was directed and sound designed by Pete Lutz, and certain Halloweeny type music was provided through the public domain. Can I say that on the air? Hey, Halloweeny? <laughs> Portions of this program were recorded on location at K6 Studios, Corpus Christi, Texas. This is Federal Stone Cipher speaking. Murder Radio was a 63 audio production. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy World Audio Drama Day.
3: 63 Audio. Ah, it's October! And you know what that means, don't you? It's my favorite holiday of the year! I just go back during the season, go to any store, and what do you see? Decorations and treats everywhere! It's finally time for... ...Christmas! And you are invited to Big Bubba's pre-Halloween Christmas Sale, where you'll find frightfully good bargains on everything you need to jump the gun on this marvelous season! Why, here comes Santa Claus! Where are you going, Santa? I am going to Big Baba's to get chestnuts and candy corn to put in the trick-or-treat bags the kids are going to hang on the fireplace. (laughs) You too can confuse the kiddies by jumping on the Christmas bandwagon in October. Ho, ho, ho! On Dasher, on Donner, on Igor and Boris! And don't forget to get your jack-o'-lantern to put on top of your tree! -tree Big Baba's pre-Halloween Christmas sale! Don't waste time! According to Madison Avenue, you're already late in starting your Christmas shopping. Big Bubba's shopping for the season of peace on Earth is always a scream. (laughs) Big Bubba's is the place for you. Scary masks, tinsel, to say peace on Earth and then say boo at Big Bubba's.
1: Happy holidays from the Mutual Audio Network.